Hello, I am Bo. And I'm Aaron. And this is uh, episode nine of uh, Old Games Plus, mm-hmm. first season, Imperfect Works. Yeah. Um, we're going to be starting to get into the real meat of Xenogears here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Um, it's going to become uh, we're we're getting into more of the deeper subjects, yeah, things yeah. of that matter. It's kind of like what we were talking about last time. Like this is where like the game does pretty much nothing but continually ramp up everything. So, if, if you're new to the show, uh, go back and start at one because mm-hmm. it's not going to make any sense. But what we're doing is we're taking uh, video games we played as children, mm-hmm. uh, especially JRPGs, narrative-driven games. Yeah. Uh, exploring how that affected us as children and then going step beat by beat through the narrative, uh, how that affected us as children, how it affected us again when we uh, went back as adults, mm-hmm. exploring what lasting impact the game had on us. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I, we may have spurred out of the shoots a little too strong because <laughs> I, I, I can't think of a game that did this more than Xenogears. Yeah, Xenogears um, was definitely like probably the absolute biggest one, but I think arguments could be made maybe in smaller ways about other RPGs, uh, at least guiding our tastes. Absolutely. So if, uh, if as, as we've stated several times before, uh, there are plenty of podcasts who are, who are smarter than us, smarter <laughs> than you, smarter than everybody, um, that are going to explain what Xenogears means and everything. That is not our goal. It yeah. is what it means... It, it was our personal experience uh, alone. Sorry, a little <laughs> bit of a distraction there. Um, so, all right. So, um, where we laugh left left off was right before uh, Faye and Sight were going to rescue good old Rico. Yeah, yeah. Rico's got himself in a pickle. Uh, um, Rico is. Um, kind of a man with nothing left to lose at this point yeah very much so and um so you you go you have to find your gear which it's really funny because when i was playing this i completely forgot that you had to do that and so i couldn't figure out how to leave the gear dock for a minute (laughs) and then i remembered that you have to go over to one of the literal gear elevators and keep put activating it until you're until wall tall rotates down very annoying as a child yeah because it didn't really do like a uh it didn't really do a good job of like explaining that to you and so, mm-hmm. like, I, I forgot. I just straight up forgot, which was really, really funny. Um, but uh, you grab your gear, you go out, and uh, you get this nice little scene where Rico's basically walking through the deserty part of the battle arena. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of moping to himself, and um, he starts hearing some, like, rumbling. And uh, then all of a sudden, he gets attacked by a, a Rancor, a T-Rex. Yeah, just like the, Faye the Rancor Dragon, yeah. yeah. Um, just Resident in, big bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, which it's really funny because like they didn't uh, they didn't do any in-game adjusting to the to it. So like when you fight the one in the forest uh, with Ellie and Faye at the beginning of the game, when Faye uh, protects yeah. Ellie, it's like a hard fight. It's a decent fight. Yeah. Um, when you fight this one here, it's super easy because they the, the dragon is not actually tough. So like he's still like a threat to someone on their feet, but if you're in a gear, you just like smack him out of the way and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um. You beat him. Uh, Rico has this moment where it's like a very like Vegeta, like I, my pride won't accept this <laughs> right. help kind of thing. And it's so weird too. I, I I feel like I like I never caught this yet when I used to play the game. But in this moment, this whole segment, we're gonna be this is gonna be a running theme for this episode. Faye is being weird, and I mean that because when he's talking to Rico right here, he's actually interacting with Rico in the perfect way to deal with Rico. 
So Rico's like, why the hell did you come out here and save me, Kakar? I mean, Faye. And, <laughs> and Faye's like, Faye's just like, oh, I didn't do this on purpose. Look, I just stumbled out here while trying to steal my gear. Like, yeah. it's a coincidence I came over here, yeah. bro. Like, save you now. Not everything's about you, yeah. Rico. He's just like, nah, I'm just on my way over there. It's whatever. Yeah. And um, it's really weird because, like, Faye seems to know how to handle Rico's pride. And he's playing it off. If for someone that's been so confused and yeah. so lost this whole time, he seems to have a pretty good grasp yeah. of uh, the psychology of social interaction yeah. at this point. And it's almost like it, it's it's weird because like, I don't know if it means that Faye is kind of like coming out of his shell pre um, to like pre Lahan standards to mm-hmm. where like he's not like suffering as much from the destruction of Lahan. Mm-hmm. Or if he's just being in a weird fucking mood. Um but uh, they, their conversation gets cut off because uh, right then, that's when the bombing raid that Gibbler launched mm-hmm. a- arrives. And they um, they witness what's going on. Uh, Saiten joins them as well and is telling Faye about how uh, the bombing run's happening. They're, they're destroying the town. And Faye, without even blinking, immediately jumps in his gear and is like, I'm going to go fight them. Which is a weird character thing for Faye, because up until this point, all he's done is complain about fighting, how he doesn't like doing it. Mm-hmm. But, like, no hesitation whatsoever. He knows he has to be the hero, and he goes off to do it. It's like he's... in like, I remember as a kid, you're kind of like, yes, finally! Yeah. But as, as an adult, you kind of... It, 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 it doesn't not make sense. Yeah. It makes sense, because he's starting to see the gravity of these situations. He's starting to see that, like... It, no, this isn't a good thing. Uh-huh. But it's the only thing I can do. Yeah. One of the best. Maybe ones. there's someone out there that could bring about a peaceful mm. resolution to this. He's like, me. but I'm not that smart, and in the meantime, I'm not going to let innocent yeah. people die. Yeah, it's uh, um, like it's one of the it's one of the things I I've heard other people say, and I love this is is that violence is not the answer, but it is a answer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But, it's uh, you know, it was it wasn't his war, man. <laughs> they uh, wasn't my war. It was my war. <laughs> um. We were actually t- talking about how um, Stallone actually isn't a fantastic actor. Yes. Or at least he was. And then the paychecks just got easier. Yeah. <laughs> then he got old. Like, you know. He's old. He's, he's like, old. he's like, I'm 75. I'm Stallone. If I come in, I, I wiggle my lip. There's a million dollars. We're good. But if, if you have a chance <laughs> to go back and watch the original Rocky, yeah. to watch the original Rambo, First Blood, like there, oh, there God. is a lot of genuine acting in those movies. The, the first, the first Writing, Rocky. He wrote Rocky. Yeah. He won the Academy Award. Award for writing Rocky. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first, uh, the first um, Rambo movie is so like if you're like me, I I came into Rambo on like Rambo two and Rambo when it's already like this it was just irreverent action movie. Action movie. It's just an action yeah. movie. And then if you go back and watch the first one, it's not an action movie. It's a freaking drama about a man with horrific PTSD, and it's like very like much a downer. Yeah, it's uh, very much a down. And um, fun fact, uh, that movie was supposed to end with uh, Rambo's suicide. Yeah, it was a lot darker in its first draft. Yeah. Um, uh, so anyway, uh, Saiten runs off to help civilians, which uh, Don and I explored in our original run through mm. of this, that it was literally just Saiten picking the easiest goddamn thing he could do. He's and like, also also being like, I'm going to be away. Yeah. Um, so you guys, you do what you need to do. Where are you going? Somewhere. Over here. Don't worry. Hey, don't, don't worry, worry about, about it. it. Don't, don't worry about it. it. Don't, don't, 
don't make me hor- uh, horrifically mangle your psyche like I did Yui's. <laughs> all right. They, um, you ever seen that woman smile? Yeah. Have you ever heard my daughter talk? That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad person. But, um, what I'm trying to say is, I'm awful. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. He runs off to his whatever crap. Um, so, so this is actually one of the the silliest things. When I was a kid, I didn't even notice this, but as an adult, it's it's horrible. Ellie's squad sees Faye. Yes, and, and they're, they're like, gonna it's do it. That guy in rank actually has a moment where he says, "I'm going to kick his butt." Any objection? Any like, objection? Imagine being in the middle of a war, <laughs> a, a literal war. Like you're doing a <laughs> Vietnam style, like Agent Orange mm-hmm. leveling entire city and you're like I'm going to kick his butt. That guy embarrassed me what, twice before. Third time's the charm, am I right guys? By the way, we're not being we're not being <laughs> PG. Like he literally says, yeah, no, I'm he, going to kick his butt. Any objections? That's any what he objections. says to his commanding officer. Freaking <laughs> It's so That's why he said that's why he's oh my, it makes sense. He said that cuz it's disarming. <laughs> she didn't have time to react. She's like, "Did he just Was that a grown man just saying he's going to kick really his butt?" What's really funny is like in that moment Ellie's like, "Wait, what? Wait, like she's just like like dot dot dots. Oh and my it's god, like, that's what it is. She was too stunned. He didn't cuss because it's more disarming for him not to cuss. <laughs> and as she's processing, he's already on his way to get his ass whooped by Faye. So um, but yeah, it's so funny because like yes, Faye indeed does the butt kicking. Yes, and they and what's so good about it is is like it doesn't help their case that they did the typical let's fight him one at a time. Like that's gonna help them any. Um, <laughs> Rico immediately. So as, as a kid, I thought Rico was just being a big baby. Yeah. As an adult, I realize he's being a big baby with a specific flavor. Yes. He's the teenager that's too good for the town he was raised in yes. because he had, uh, you know, a bad experience in it because he sees Faye fighting and yeah. then he looks at Saiten helping people because yeah. apparently Saiten was keeping up appearances for yeah. a moment. In front and, of- and even Hammer <laughs> is helping people with Saiten, which and, is probably why Saiten's helping. There's a witness. And <laughs> it's dumb to help people. Why are you helping people? Yeah, he's, he's like, this town is crap. And then he like, then he has the breakthrough moment and he's like, I'm crap. <laughs> <laughs> which is literally the line before he runs off screen. <laughs> Um, and I fucking love that too. It's so like, it, like the I love your notes here. <laughs> Faye has to fight two at once, comma. Rico shows up to help. It's like <laughs> I was rewatching the footage that I recorded and just typing as fast and as furiously as I could to keep up with it, but also make it make some kind of sense. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like Rico shows up. We get a after Faye's beat through most of the squad. Yeah, we get a yeah. funny moment where Rico's like Faye's like, oh you're gonna fight and Rico's like I don't need a reason to fight people who piss me off and then Faye's like that sounds like a reason to me so Faye <laughs> is Faye's kind of feeling himself yeah he's this being, is a horrible situation but he's like coming alive he's but being he's, catty and the um it's like it's so funny like yeah he's having like banter in the middle of whooping people's asses while an entire town gets bombarded <laughs> <laughs> Like not that like not trying to say Faye's bad or anything. Like he's like Faye's been through a lot of some shit and he's gonna be going through some more shit. But like he's he's having this weird moment. But it, it, as an adult playing I don't think I don't remember what I thought as a kid, but as an adult playing, I really feel as though sorry, I had a little bit of a beer burp there. Yeah. Um I really feel as though he's finding a purpose. Yes. I feel like he's he's finding he doesn't know you know what, I don't know who I am. Yeah. I don't know anything about my past. But I'm starting to feel like there's a future. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like this is a case where, like, what I think what really is going on is there is a clear 
defined reason. For, so, like, Faye has this big, he, like, he's gone on and on over and over again about how he does not like fighting. He does not like gears. He doesn't like all this violent stuff, right? But I feel like in this moment, it's like you say, he's got a purpose because there is a clearly defined line of what is bad and, and what is the victim, right? Right. There are no questions here. There are innocent people being killed by an air raid. Mm. Um, and it's such a clear-cut line for him. And he doesn't realize it's because of him. Yeah, he, has he no, doesn't know yeah. that at the moment. Yeah, he doesn't have any clue. It's just happening because they're at war. It's a war. Right. You know? But it's such a good, clear line for him that he's able to overcome that aversion to violence because he knows I can help these people. Which it's is, his aversion to violence that is that's causing him to do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And um, as a kid, I think as a kid, I never even acknowledged that there was like a gear shift in his personality here. I was just like, "Woo, we're fighting!" Like, yeah, I, I, I feel like I was just I was just psyched that Faye was actually like geared up. For I think it. on some level we did though. Yeah, I think yeah. on some level we we did. And uh, it, yeah, definitely. That was what was interesting about Xenogears is Xenogears the characters aren't motivated by like I just want to do the right thing. Yeah. They're motivated. I want to do the right thing because. Yeah. And it was really the first fiction I ever encountered that was like that. Cause, um, you know, we, I, I guess we had the Marvel cartoons yeah. growing up and stuff like that, but those didn't really. No. Cause like the Marvel cartoons were very much a uh, typical, like, um, well, kind of like a, just a typical American comic thing. Whereas where you, at the, at the time especially and at the time these characters were created the heroes were the heroes because they were the heroes the villains were the villains because they were the villains right like, there was no they had reasons but these reasons it. were kind of a, a mile wide and an inch deep yeah yeah um, there, there wasn't a real depth to it it was just like like Peter Parker lost Uncle Ben and he he was told you know with great power comes great responsibility and therefore I, I now have spider powers. I have to be a hero. Right. And that was end of it. Right. At least back way back then. They've explored it, thankfully yeah. now. But like, missed the part where that's my problem. Yeah. They, uh... <laughs> but like, um, you know, all the characters are like that, and that's what I was used to. Like, they, the he, Superman was a, was a hero just because he was a hero. That's just all there was to it. You know, he just mm -hmm. he was not the bad guy. Um, but uh, with like Xenogears and a lot of Japanese media, I. I Japanese media was the first I ever encountered this in, and I have thankfully encountered it in American media since. But where, like, I think because of the influence of Japanese media, I, I think honestly. so as well. I think so as well. But where characters are going to be, um, characters, they may be a hero because they want to do good, but they might also be a hero just circumstantially. Like, there's like the the their motivations are so much more like um, varied uh, in that like. Like Faye in this moment, um, it's it's very clear that he's going to be the hero of the situation, and and his motivation is very clearly like I'm going to be the hero because he's wanting to save innocent lives. Right, but it, it, it's he's been grasping for a purpose yeah. this whole time, and he's coming to terms with this. And uh, it, we we don't know much about Faye's past, but I think there's an overreaching thing, and I think Faye's starting to get a feeling that his fate is tied up in all this yes we're getting enough to know that we don't know yeah. exactly how but we're there has the, to be this a cross reason. guy's obviously after him yes and he keeps showing up and, and, um, and these things keep happening over and over and over again the, this Roth, the, wise man twice wise man shown up just yeah. happened to show up where Faye was expecting Faye. yeah um yeah totally knowing where he was somehow but yeah uh 
so this is this is inter- anyway this is interesting uh they, they they finally get to ellie yeah um yeah and um uh faye looks at her and he just says rico goes on ahead with that yeah because yeah. faye's like i'll handle this yeah faye's like go on ahead for me and rico's like what the hell and, he, and faye's like please just just go <laughs> look, look hey listen I need this. I need okay. this for me. Um, <laughs> the, spa- the space ghost. <laughs> Marriage is about compromise, all right? Compromising your f- account future to the city council of Bethesda, Maryland. <laughs> it's about hiding in the gazebo out back and not going in until you're sure all the lights are completely off. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> like I missed that He was show. married to Bjork. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no wonder he was upset. <laughs> I love Bjork. I have um, nothing against, against her. Um, but yeah, no, uh, so... Uh, yeah, Faye tells Rico to go ahead. He leaves. Um, and then Rico, Rico, uh, uh, Faye immediately um, starts talking with Ellie. And he is 100% on the offensive here. And he's like, he's like, what the hell happened, Ellie? I, I thought you promised to leave the military. I actually don't remember her promising that. N- near do I. But um, This but, sounds like, I think he's taking a page out of Sighton's book. Yeah. I can't believe you broke your promise. The one you totally made. You, oh, you don't remember that? Wow. How, how awful. How awful. You're not even remembering your promises? Was it because of the drive? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're a junkie, Ellie. That's all you are. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, yeah, he's like, he's like, you promised to leave. Um, and uh, Illy's like, she's like, you don't get it. You just don't understand the situation. And Faye just keeps laying into her about how and it's weird because as a child, um, everything's black and white, right? Yeah. When yeah. you're when you're a kid, and I remember just being like, yeah, Faye, you tell her, stupid bitch. She doesn't know. She just <laughs> she, she doesn't she doesn't understand. She just walk away from literally everything. everything. Yeah. Um, That's definitely an, not a concept you get until you're an adult. As an adult, you absolutely understand the concept of like this person's stuck yes yeah definitely um because i'm pretty sure all of us at some point or another once we've hit at i would say 25 we've had that feeling yeah where you just you feel you're trapped there's no choice in in all honesty there's a lot of times in your life where that's not a completely unreasonable feeling no it's really it's really not um uh especially with uh current economic conditions absolutely <laughs> yes um but um but yeah no uh so yeah oh, i love i love this um you know what Faye? you've got it good you know <laughs> yeah. you you don't because this is this is what we do right yeah and in this it, as a kid it just looks like mindless bickering but like as an adult like you really feel this because this is exactly what people what's, do what's funny is it it is mindless bickering and that's why it's that's so what i real. mean right yeah, it's it, it, why it's so real it, it's you know like you can't understand you can't possibly understand me I it basically like when you get this deep in an, like, an emotional mm-hmm. argument, you really have the whole like my feelings are real. I feel them. I don't yeah. feel yours. You're lying about your. Fe- it, yeah, it, it's and, that, it, it becomes it's that like a thing. yeah. It, it's um because like uh, yeah because Faye he's like, do you like killing people like this? And then Illy's like, she's like, oh, you just have it so freaking good. Yeah, you get to choose where you go. You get to you have a place to call your own. I don't have that. She like really lays into him about this idea of like. She has nothing. She has no choices. He has a choice. And he gets and because he has a choice, he gets to stand there on his high horse, come, mm-hmm. you know, yelling at her about what she should be doing when she can't do anything. And then Faye doing basically the same thing. They're he's, both. Yeah, it's, he, he's like, Bart's gone. 
He's like, I don't yeah. have a place to go to. Bart could be dead. Which is a, which is a good point, but at the same time, they're basically both just, you know, they're like, venting. oh, you got it yeah. bad. I yeah. got it bad. They're, they're both venting yeah. out all their frustrations, and it just unfortunately is at each other at the moment. And guess what, Dominia? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, what happens there is um, Faye grabs uh, Ellie. He drags her gear to the ground and makes her look at the burning yeah. town. <laughs> they have their conversation, and he's like, you know what? Later, I'm going to go beat this bitch. And Ellie's like, you are not going to win that fight. You do not know what she is. She's an element, Faye. And he's like, I don't know what that is. I'm going to go <laughs> kick her ass. <laughs> the, the key, the, no offense, but he's from Oklahoma. <laughs> no offense, but she's from Solaris. <laughs> so, um, but you go, which and, is funny because if anyone had any idea who Faye was, it would be Dominia they were worried about. I know, right? Um, um, so, uh, you get into a fight with her and Rico. Um, it is annoying, mm-hmm. to say the least, because she keeps summoning her uh, ether blasters. That's all she does. It's not a, it's not a fun fight and at all. Although it's a super easily cheesed one. Yes. If yes. you put two bean coats on your gear, oh, yeah. you negate all of her damage. There's a lot of fights on the first yes. disc where a couple of bean coats, yeah, you're you can all, cheese it. Yeah. Um, there's like one fight that if you put a couple, I don't know what the part is, but it reduces electrical damage. Mm-hmm. You slap two of those on your gear, the boss can't hurt you. So, um, but uh, you, you beat her. Uh, which is good. It's also terrible because now the literal bomb ship is on a crash course for the ground. Yeah, the, apparently an order was given just to Kamikaze it. Pretty uh, much. And, so, uh, uh, Faye, Faye and- Rico, and then later Ellie, all Segata Se- 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 Sanchiro, <laughs> uh, like do- the last commercial. <laughs> they they do the only reasonable thing, try and catch it. <laughs> they, uh... So, um, but yeah, they they all decide we're gonna push it, and if we can push it long enough, it'll go off course. Right? They're not trying to push it back; they're just trying no, to knock it off course. That's one thing that's really cool about about uh, Xenogears Two is they really grounded what gears are capable of for the most part. Yeah, and um, because other things, you'd have a giant robot, and if you really believe hard enough, you can push this Empire skyscraper, like this Empire State Building skyscraper-sized object away from a city. Mm-hmm. It's cool. You can yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, because it's made of a special metal. <clears throat> um, <laughs> uh, actually, I shouldn't, I shouldn't knock Gundam for that because there's only like two Gundam series where that was bad over the top. Right. <laughs> but, um, but no, in this, um, they make a big point. They can't do it. Their gears can't do that. Right. But they can just change its course and make and minimize damage and that's the, all they're trying to do so Faye and Rico do that they start to overheat and right about then Illy shows up and she's like I got this they all push it aside Faye and Rico have to fall off because they're, they overheat their gears overheat um, Illy keeps pushing because Illy is trying to make up for her past sins in mm-hmm. a way mm-hmm. um, and she's like nah my gear is from Solaris it can handle a lot more than this it's fine oh it died <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's like so I forgot exactly how emotional like i obviously we're joking a lot this is a very emotional scene right absolutely i actually was tearing up i knew for a fact that what they were implying here was not going to happen which is illy's going to die i know for a fact that isn't going to happen but i was tearing up because i was feeling um but she her gear like just shuts down from overheating she's trapped in the path of the bomb ship and um there's this big thing where she's like, it's fine. It's cool. She's like, she's completely accepted her death because she managed to do one good thing. Right. Faye's losing his shit because he can't save Ellie. Mm -hmm. uh, And he has to watch her die. 
Um, and it's like it's all this slow motion, and it just it really grabs you by the by the short and curlies. Mm-hmm. And um, right as the explosion is getting ready to happen, though, and we think Ellie's gonna die, the weirdest freaking thing happens. This odd gear that we've seen a few times shows mm-hmm. up, and weirdly enough, it's not standing there with its arms crossed with a little man on its shoulder this time, but it zooms in like a freaking comet mm-hmm. and just casually throws a wing over Ellie and shields her from the destruction of a nuclear bomb, basically, capable of wiping out a city. Right. Um, but it's Graf. Mm-hmm. Like, anyone who's, who's played this game, you, you recognize that gear. And yep. now, now, we gotta ask the question, why do you save Ellie? Yeah. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> but yeah, he 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 saves her. Yeah. And um, he, he just zooms in out of nowhere. And then um, apparently he immediately pieces out before anyone can find him because yeah. the next thing Illy knows is Faye is carrying her gear. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is uh, just weeping, basically, because mm-hmm. she's alive. And they had this really touching moment where he's like, I, I hate doing this. And we've said we hate doing this, but I have this parallel to Evangelion. And it's yeah, it's the scene yeah. where uh, Ray basically tries to sacrifice herself for Shinji, mm-hmm. and Shinji is crying over, and he's like, "Don't you ever do that again?" Mm-hmm. You know. And, but this is it, it's a similar vibe in that Faye is just so damn happy that she's alive, but he doesn't know how to handle these emotions, so he's just like, "You're so stupid. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that?" And Ellie's just like, "Are you crying right now?" And he's like, "Shut up. You're dumb. I'm so mad." I'm so fucking happy you're alive. And she's just like, I'm sorry. And it's it's just this beautiful moment. And as a child, even as a child, I could understand the impact, the import of oh, it. Absolutely. But like at the same time, I was 12. I did not have emotions for girls. Right. <laughs> they, uh... I had not the emotional depth for this yet. So I was just like, why is he crying? Like, I guess I get it. I got mad when my dog ran away once and came back, so I guess it's the same thing. But um, after that, though... Uh... <laughs> I love this part coming up. I love this part. So um, apparently that knock wasn't stupid Yeah, because yeah. you meet up at the doctor's the house. the exact thing I thought when I, was, I played it. And um, I was like, oh, I guess that's why they had the secret knock. Anyway, they're planning how to escape, <laughs> and they're going to steal the Goliath, this yeah. super experimental thing that... Uh, the Kaiser's got under wraps, mm-hmm. um, and ha- it's mostly Hammer's idea. Yeah, and, yeah, and Hammer, um, he gets all the info to figure and out how they can do it. This is something I forgot about even from my most recent playthrough. He tells he tells Ellie a secret. Yes, yeah, before you get the chance to leave, yeah. um, he's like, hey, guys, hold on. I have to tell Ellie something. And even I think even Sighton is like, what? Yeah, Sighton's kind of like, what? Like, listen, bud, I I'm, do the plot. I'm the here. secret guy. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he pulls Ellie aside. The screen go. They go so far as to black out the screen mm-hmm. to really like hype up the the suspicion for the player. Mm-hmm. And then it comes back on. Hammer's like, okay, we can go. And Ellie doesn't say anything. It's weird. It's a it's really very weird, weird scene. Um, but I love this part. <laughs> the, and I'm going to read the note verbatim. Oh, God. Rico gave Hammer a message saying he wouldn't help them. <laughs> like, like, Rico's like, Hammer, tell them something for me. What? I'm not going to help I'm them. not helping you. <laughs> um, so, uh, but anyway, we immediately get the sense. We immediately get the sense. And this is something I even noticed as a kid. All of that sacrifice that they did was, was thankless. Yes. Nobody realizes they were the ones who saved the city. Yeah, because now the entirety of the Keslev military is out for blood for them. They're re- they're all fugitives. Yeah. Faye has been stripped of his battling champion mm. status. Um, it's like shoot on sight orders. Right. 
and uh, it's very weird because like this is one of those few moments where if you if you get near a guard, you get like a cutscene. You basically have to run away. Um, right. But um, you have very limited choices here before you continue the story. About the only thing you can do is if you got scanned by Big Joe, you can go get the M disc and put it into the Wildcats mm -hmm. uh, jukebox. It lets you play the different soundtracks of the game, like the sad music versus the the sleepy music from the inn, and you know. Stuff like that, which There's is really dope. Something extremely interesting that Joe tells you too. Yeah, yeah. When we we run into him here in a minute, um, yeah. Because you you, you you do this little soldier fight first. Yeah, it's which, like it's it's no. Well, you don't even get to fight him because Rico then shows up and murders them. That's, he murders them. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> um, it's just funny because like Rico shows up and he does help. Yeah, yeah. He changed his mind apparently. He'll help you get out of the town, but after that you're on your own, even though he goes with you. He just keeps he just like, he the goalposts continually yeah. move several yards further um, he is he is the game's vegeta and oh, and, and, absolutely. and he's and he's a good guy because of it um but um yeah you get through that uh you get to the world map and you see joe chilling on the world map mm -hmm. and if you go and talk to him uh Faye remembers him because he wants his freaking money back right and uh joe's like he's like go back you can get i got you something and there. his speech is very like hey 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 yeah it's really weird hey it, man yeah let's chill like, a minute like, like every other time we run into joe his personality is different mm -hmm. um the first time and we meet him he's like a drunk yeah and then he's like this like womanizer in a fight and then he's like this sneaky low life who like rips you off mm -hmm. and now he's a hippie Mm -hmm. Like, um, but it's so weird because I did not remember this. I don't all. remember this from any of my playthroughs either. I, well, I never made this connection that you made. Yeah, he, um, but he, uh, the thing he tells you is he repeatedly tells Faye to be like the ocean, the deepest ocean. Now, and, that and pause that. So thought. important. Yeah, pause that thought for like five minutes. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's so weird. But um, you get out of there, you run north, real cool, whatever. You get to the map. secret base. You get into the base. Uh. There's a store where you can update stuff because Hammer stole a freaking repair gear somehow. Right. Um, because of reasons. Hammer's, mm -hmm. he, that's what he does. He does everything. Um, you fight your way through. It's a very straightforward, like, dungeon. It's not a very, it's not hard. There all, are a yeah. couple points that can be a little annoying because of the mechanics. Sometimes mechanics spawn with the gear, uh, yeah. bosses or the gear enemies and they'll repair them as you fight. Mm -hmm. He drags out the fight, real pain to fight. Mm -hmm. But, um, you get to the end, you fight this big, dorky looking gear. Um, which is extra annoying because it hits hard and mechanics, like five mechanics show up mm -hmm. and will heal it for like 200 uh, HP a piece. Mm -hmm. Very annoying, but whatever. You get through it, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. You get onto the Goliath. Goliath is pretty cool. Um, uh, that real quick funny moment where Sion's like, well, I guess I'll figure out if I can fly this. And Faye's like, Doc, can you, are you able to do this? And Sion's like, what? Did you expect us to get out of here without knowing how to fly this thing? Like, and you're like, Dang, Sighton, well, calm no, it it's, down. Well, it, it's funny because basically someone's like, hey, this is legitimate. I legitimately have a reason to be suspicious of you. <laughs> and he's like, yes, but you need you need this, this particular <laughs> ability at this moment. So, so don't it. question it. Yeah. Yes. Um, you launch. Everything's great. It's wonderful. And then it's not because our good old buddy Graf shows up again. Um, and there's almost the, uh, the um, William Shatner Twilight Zone thing. Yes. There's something on the wing. wing. Some... Mm. Thing. Thing. <laughs> uh, once again, though, uh, Faye has a weird moment. No hesitation. Bolts out the door to go confront him. Like, Faye's mm -hmm. gung-ho right now. Right. Um, bolts out the door. You have a conversation. It's kind of a typical thing. 
Um, it, it's kind of typical to, as to what we've seen. Groff's yeah. like, things you don't know. Things you don't yeah. know. Things you don't know. Faye's like, I don't know these things. Groff's like, ha, 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 yeah. ha. <laughs> of course you don't. Let me test your power. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, bottom line, brass tacks. I- end of the day, power. power. Let's talk. Let's talk power <laughs> again. He is Tim he's the Toolman yeah. Taylor. He's the dark version. He's the mirror universe version of Tim. Actually, Tim I think Allen. he's a slightly good version. <laughs> the um, yeah, he what, probably actually what, cares about his wife over his car. What horror and terror can there be in the world compared to Tim the Toolman? T- the uh, but uh, every time I play this game now, I'm just gonna see Groff and be like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, he basically makes that. Yes. Um, you get into a fight with him. This fight is a bitch. Because the first thing he does is a super guided shot, which mm-hmm. is just like Faye's ability, only way his, better. All of his abilities, everything about him mm-hmm. is an upgrade of Faye. Yes. And no one questions this. Well, no. I mean, now we have this, we, we, we wise, as Wiseman yeah. said, there's a similar training. So they're. Yeah. So all same but school, I, but it, still. It, as a kid, I was like, oh. Yeah. But as an adult, even. Subtract that you already know from uh-huh. being a kid from your first playthrough, but mm-hmm. like it, it just seems there's something fishy. It's just it. weird that they all have it's the same too fighting convenient style. convenient of an yes. explanation. Um, and thankfully it isn't, though, in the end. But right. Like right now, yeah, it just seems weird. But yeah. Um, but yeah, he does this the super guide shot, halves your uh, health instantly. Weird thing, though, is he refuses to hit Ellie at all. He won't touch her. That's right. Um, that's right. And that's not something. And it's not something the game tells you. No, you like, just he's not gonna. It's just you notice it. You just I notice didn't notice it. it when I was a kid, but no. I know as an adult. Yeah. You're like he won't. I noticed it on like my he second won't. playthrough. Yeah. I was like, wow, he's not hitting Ellie. That's weird. But um, he saved her. Just yeah. Yeah. So, so it's that's really huge. weird. Um, um, but you do beat him, and then he gives he, you a compliment. He compliments you on being able to draw more of your power. He's like, you know what? <laughs> There's a few things in this world I respect. Going to shock you. I don't know if you <laughs> see this coming, but, but one of them. Power. Power. Like, so I want to compliment. Capital P, capital O, hour. <laughs> My favorite song, that one that goes, I've got the power. Um, the, uh, <laughs> I think he actually, I think the dialogue actually is, he's like, I compliment on your being able to draw out more of your power. It's like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, like, the, my favorite thing is Saiten apparently is he's inside playing Bo's favorite game, Star Fox, because the first thing he thinks to do is do a barrel roll and launch his crop off the freaking Goliath. Um, so then, then, uh, it, this is interesting because this is I don't remember from either of my playthroughs, hmm. but they're like, man, this is deja vu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so something cool. feels familiar about this. When they all get back in, Faye is talking to Saiten, and, and Saiten's like, he's like, I got this, like. Or no, Faye's like, he's like, I got this weird feeling. It's just like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like, I don't know. This just seems so familiar. And Saiten's like, you're having deja, deja vu too? Like, you, you're feeling this too? That's so weird. Why are we feeling this? Now, what's what's important about this is it feels so serious. Yeah. It feels so serious. And the next thing we see... If we get the, we get the te- telescope view of yep. the Goliath, we get some people, no names, talking. Oh, there's a ship. It's up there. It's moving at this many knots, yep. blah, blah, blah. This is before voice acting, so we don't know who these people yep. are. These are dialogue boxes. Just, they're just nameless dialogue bosses. And then it comes away from there, and it's our good old buddy, Bart. Bart. And, and Bart... It, he's, uh, he's up to his old tricks. He, That's what he is. This thing flew away from Kislev. He knows that much. So yeah. he's like, you know what? And it's, 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 it's obviously Kis- going to go bomb at uh, Abe. Listen, every time I've shot down a Kislev vehicle before... <laughs> Something it's good work, has come of it. Met my best out. friend. Yeah. Because I shot down a kid's love vehicle. I miss my so best friend. What we're going <laughs> to 
So what we're what we're gonna Damn, do? I miss him. What we're gonna like? So anyway, anyway, if we're my best friend on that ship, he'd be feeling some deja vu. Yeah. He'd, yeah. be, he'd be feeling But I know player. he isn't, so you know what we're going to do? Launch the BART missiles. No, hey, th- th- this is important because, like, doesn't Sigurd even be like, eh, do we need to call The him first that? thing that happens is, like, is Mason runs in. He's like, young master, no way. You can't. Why? Don't be so rash. And then Sigurd runs in, and he literally is like, not again. <laughs> and then um, BART's <laughs> like, prepare the BART missiles. And then uh, it's, I think it's Sigurd, not Mason, but they're like, they're like, What? You need permission from half the crew to launch those. You can't do this. And Bart's like, readying up. Here we go. Because it's just implied that half the crew's like, hell yeah, dude. (laughs) And so, like, Bart launches the Bart missile. And then um, it cuts back to, I didn't put this in the notes, but it cuts back to uh, Faye and all them. Mm -hmm. And and, Faye's like, are we going to be okay? And Sign's like, dude, look, this is a Keslov's pride. It is their ultimate weapon. Mm Mm-hmm. There's not. I, I intentionally flew us over the ocean because there's nothing out here. Mm-hmm. And even if there was something out here, this is a super weapon. Nothing's going to s- blow up a super weapon. It immediately starts to crash. No, I, like, <laughs> it, it would have been better if they would have been like, look, the only thing I can think of that would defeat a super weapon is a BART missile. And that's, oh, that's BART. <laughs> that's all BART. Um, so, like, they get hit from it. They're going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sighton's like, everyone go. I'll keep us up as, hot, as long as we can. Mm-hmm. Get out while you can. Um,. An uh, odd moment of self-sacrifice. Weirdly enough, yeah. which tells us we know it. I mean, but, um, right. but it's weird that he did that. <laughs> Although <laughs> maybe it is because, for all we know, Sighton's research into the mystery that is Faye is more important than even his life. I'd believe yes, almost. I would believe that. Um, um, but yeah, he tells them all to leave, and then he notices. He's like, it's that ship? And then it, we get this moment. It's so funny because his sprite turns halfway away from the camera, like uh-huh. completely, yeah. and then does the slow turn into the thinking pose <laughs> that Sighton does. And he's just like, Sigurd, you need to rethink your methods of discipline. I like that. It, for, for all intents and purposes, he believes he's going to die right now. But he's like, oh, but, I'm still oh, going to get one in. Doggone it. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, we get a hard cut there. Yes, a very hard cut. Yes. And um, we get to meet back up with our good old buddy, Ramses. Mm-hmm. And Ramses is getting a report on his bridge about how there was a uh, dimensional vibration. That's the specific wordage they use mm-hmm. there, whatever that means. Right. Um, and they have confirmed it has to be a gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. Do we know what a gatekeeper is? No. But, but apparently the Goliath was one. Apparently it was one of them, and it blew um, up, and that caused dimensional problems, which sounds terrifying. So guess who shows up to talk to Ramses? Somehow he flew halfway across the whole planet in an instant, and it's Gareth. Yep. He, uh, <laughs> you pronounce that name differently every, every single time you speak single it. Every single time. Um, I, I call him Graf. Groff. I call him Groff. I call him Gareth. The, um, one of these times, I'm going to call him Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Mike these, shows up. One of these times, I might even call him Lacan. I don't know. Well, let's just call him by his <laughs> real name. Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> so anyway, Tim the Toolman Taylor shows up. <laughs> There's the meme. And oh, tells, oh. Uh, tells Ramses, he says, hey, guess who's on that ship? Yeah. Him. That guy. <laughs> and Ramses is like, you, you, you kidding me? He, he, he's, he's over there? He's over there. So <laughs> Ramses immediate, like immediately, just, just, just no, no, no questions. The, um, asked. No questions. That are, he doesn't hand off command. No, nope. he's like he doesn't do ship. anything. He just goes and launches ship. Yeah, and uh, even Miang is like, dude, no, you can't do that. We're supposed to stay here. Mm. And Ramses is like, shut the hell up. 
we're going. <laughs> and Miang just walks off the bridge. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, like, weird banter of her being like, oh, come on, baby, it's fine. No, she just, like, is like, all right, whatever, bitch, and, like, leaves. Yeah. Um, uh, Graf, see? Uh, Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Tim, the t- Tim shows up in the uh, hallway and um, <laughs> uh, starts talking to Miang. And this so they obviously have a relationship. This is we've seen way this more than lot. we know of too. So um, but they, a lot is unloaded in this tiny little conversation. Yeah, because it's very short. But there's a lot of stuff we don't know, such as like um, uh, he tells her, "Look, once again, your tricks aren't going to work." And she's just like, "She's like, so well, didn't I help you? I here, helped you out, bro." So here's the thing. Yeah, it's he keeps accusing her of manipulating him. Yeah. But we don't. We haven't seen that happen, so it's no. implied that it's in the past. Yeah, yeah, this happened before the game started. Yeah, I mean, this is all. Wait, when you're a kid reading this stuff in Xenogears, it's just confusing. Period. It's straight up. Yeah, it's confusing as an adult. But when you're a kid, it's just confusing. Period. When you're an adult, it's confusing for the reasons it's supposed to be. It was yes. written to be confusing for, which is. Yeah, as a kid, I just thought I missed. I had to have missed something. Yes, because like this whole conversation does not make sense. But, but as an adult, you're kind of able to piece these things together. Yeah. And, um, and Miang says, didn't I help you take your shackles off? Yeah. And it, like, what the hell does that even mean? Right. What does yeah. that mean? Um, um, and then uh, she goes on to say, it's like, now you know the vessel, quote, uh, will only respond to the chosen one. Again, what does that mean? That's huge, that's by the way. Ginormous. That's gigantic. Yes. And that's actually until we, uh, uh, until now, mm-hmm. I haven't fully understood how big that is. Yeah. Like until like this moment of talking mm-hmm. about it with you, like man, yeah, like that's humongous. It implies that. It, it, forgive us for a moment, but I have to talk about this. <laughs> with Aaron. It implies that when she took him to that uh-huh. in the past, she knew it wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It implies that she did that on. She's like, because, well, I mean, like, yeah, like, like, I, like again. Screw you. Sorry, guys. guys. Screw you guys. We gotta talk hey, for a second. Listen, here at Donnerum, we hate the listener. Yeah. All right. Don't you listen? Except, to this. <laughs> except for you, Mister Metal. Yes, we love Mr. you, Mister Metal. Um, uh, just, uh, I'm just telling you, um, <laughs> we're we're all, we're on the up and up on the OSHA thing right now. Um, <laughs> uh, I, you and I talked about this before. Uh, I, I promise, uh, all OSHA followed. Um, <laughs> If you want to know what's going on there, uh, join our Discord. There's a, there's yeah. a link at the bottom. Uh, get to know us a little better. We have a whole channel dedicated to OSHA guidelines. Not really, <laughs> but we, we should. Are, oh my gosh, there should be uh, Adam. Uh, make make an OSHA channel. Yeah. In the uh, forklift, forklift channel. An OSHA whistleblower <laughs> channel where we can just <laughs> we just go and talk about the violations. Tell the in horror our stories. Like tell the the horrible <laughs> things people do violating OSHA, but it's normal because that's what you gotta do to do the job. <laughs> Right, the um, the guy with the cigarette hanging out of his mouth, standing on the forks that are being raised on the fork truck, so he get to a higher position. This is the easiest way to get up to this top shelf. <laughs> you they ain't supposed to do this, but you know this is what we do around they, here. They, they won't teach you this in training. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't tell anybody I showed you this, but <laughs> that's my favorite line. Whenever you meet the grizzled old employee, is don't tell anybody I showed you this. Yeah. But, oh yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're always getting ready to be showed something that will get you fired. <laughs> But um, but uh, yeah, no, uh, no. One thing I was one thing I was gonna say, disregarding the viewer really quick too, about what you said is like, yeah, because if if you really think about it, it's very very heavily implied. Like the more clues you uncover, mm-hmm. that she has been manipulating a lot, which is the scenes. which is obvious, but, but it's bigger than yeah, bigger than it, you it's ever done, think to know. It's done more yeah. well. 
Yeah. It's done more well. More it's done well. better <laughs> than you remember. Um, um so anyway, uh he is the reason yeah, she car she, exists. Yeah, she again, like what's funny is we're reading this basically from my notes, but the, I verbatim this. There is no explanation of this. But she's like they don't know this, but he's necessary for car. He's the reason for car's existence. Car is Ramses just in case you forgot his yeah, first name. Car on Ramses. Um what does that mean? Again, no freaking clue yet. No clue whatsoever. And so then she says, "Who? Uh, thank you for helping me. Yeah. But who did you do it for? Her? Mm-hmm. Him? Or yourself? Yeah. And he turns around and says, for power. Yeah. He's Duh. like, for power. The, uh, he doesn't he, say No, that. he just pieces uh, out. He just, he just <laughs> leaves. Because um, he's got to go work on his hot rod while Jill wants to go to a ballet. Yeah. Um, um, Thankfully, though, we get... If you've never seen uh, uh, Home Improvement, by the way, don't go watch it. kind of sucks. No, watch compilations. You'll get the good parts of it. Yeah, just watch the just yeah. watch the scenes where he's talking to Wilson. Yeah, watch um, the Wilson you don't really need the You don't really need the rest of the episode. Yeah. Um, I do like Al, though. Al's funny. I do, yeah. li- I do like Al. Because Al is the only reasonable person Who on the is show. Al? If, if, if Groff is Tim the Toolman and Taylor, who... Oh, my Wise God, Myang's Al. Myang is? Myang. Uh, I don't think so, Groff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I could see that. Yeah, definitely. They, um, Wise man's probably more of a Wilson. You know, you know who loves who loves OSHA, Al Borland. <laughs> like that guy was all about it. Um, I mean, that's literally his entire character is I trying to get Tim to follow OSHA the guidelines. Show is all about Tim making fun of Al, and Tim is literally injury so injury ridden. There are jokes about his emergency room visits. Yeah. Like it, it he like, literally dies every episode. Al is the more reasonable person <laughs> out of the two of them, and Tim just like, "Who's stupid? He wears flannel." Yeah. Like, Watch what happens whenever I put this V8 on my lawnmower. Al's probably not the one selling cocaine on the streets of Detroit. Either. I mean, you're probably not wrong. <laughs> that is so wild. Yeah, he went his a public coke image is just so well, opposite of that. What's funny is like that's a hundred percent because of Home Improvement because his stand-up was raunchy as hell. Was it really? Yeah, his stand-up. I was, didn't know that. Yeah, he it, it it's very similar to Rest in Peace, Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey really? yeah, had yeah. a very much. Everyone thought of him as like this family friendly dude because he was he was Iago Disney, and, the Disney, yeah. yeah. Um, his stand up is raunchy, yeah. And Tim Allen was very similar, but then he got the gig on Home Improvement, mm-hmm. and um, that was such a family friendly comedy. ABC, was, yeah. yeah. And then that's what he got stuck with. And then he went on Buzz, know, Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear and stuff. Uh, and he kind his and he did the Santa Claus movies, ton of Disney movies. Yeah. yeah. So his he his image got retroed. But when he started off, yeah, he was a dirty, filthy stand up comedian like a lot of them. Um, anyway, the big TV ball's been watching all of yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and uh, we're gonna we're, there the one of the strongest themes in this game. Uh, there's uh, identity. Yes. Yes. There is uh, uh, power and what that means for you. Yes. What yes. Uh, you yes. know, what what power actually is. Mm-hmm. There's uh, the past, the present, and the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's how much the TV ball hates Ramses. Yes, and we get a big dose of it right now. Um. So, as, as a child, this is all too much. Well, at this that, point, this is all too and much. And it's intentionally it, so broken. Much, yes. To where, like, they're talking. See, that's one thing that's great about Xenogears. Mm-hmm. It's annoying as hell when we were kids and we could not understand what was happening right now. But it's so wonderful because all these characters, they never are speaking for you. They're talking to each other. It's like very they realistic. Would. Yeah. Uh, and another thing is, it's all pieced together very, very well. There's yes. a lot of. Uh, 
there's a lot of the what the hell did I just play in the best sense of the word. Yes. There's a lot to yes. digest and sit on after you're done with it, which is the best kind of storytelling. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. So, 100%. Um, so they're mad because he's going after the demon of Elru instead yeah. of just finding the anima relics. They're like, just, yeah. that's what we want you to do. Yes. That's what we made for. <laughs> and then they're like, you know, but he was on the Goliath. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, and like, I get why he's going after him. Yeah. One I just them, don't want him yeah, to. Yeah, one of them's like, oh, he's doing it because of the trauma. And the other one's like, nah, it's because of the scars. Now, here's here's where <laughs> here's <laughs> where uh, things get really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, the memory cubes are showing that the people around him have the animus factor. Yeah, whoever him is, that's what they mention. Him in quotations. So it was very common in old JRPGs mm-hmm. that the party is together for a reason. Yes. There's, There's some, some cosmic alignment. Yeah. And it, that's something, apparently going on here. Yeah, something's drawing them together. And one says, is it Sufrati? Mm-hmm. Subject of M Project. This is the first time we're going to hear about the M Project. Yeah, the M never. Project becomes huge here in a few minutes. Yeah, another one answers yes. They, uh, they're attracted to him. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, it's the same as it was. 500 years years ago. ago. Yeah, it's developing into the same situation, they say. And that's another common theme that we're going to start learning more and more about slowly Mm. is some big shit went down 500 years ago, but it's still important today. You know, we can't rule out that he planned it. Yeah. He may... And again, these are all... These are, you know, these are all pronouns. Yeah. Lots of pronouns. Yeah, lots of proper pronouns going um, on in this place when they shouldn't be proper at all. The, uh, um, but here comes some proper nouns. Yeah. Real the, uh, the transfer point, <laughs> whatever the fuck whatever that, that is, is yeah. it's in Akave yep. near the Thames. Yep. And, uh, and oh, if it's, it's, if it's there, Krellian's headed Krellian's there, gonna buddy. going to be there. Whoever the fuck Krellian is. And you know why he's going there? Found it. Yep, and uh, <laughs> they found Zebowim's like So these are a lot of proper nouns we haven't heard before. We yeah. have no point of reference for them. This is another Zebowim, big info dump. So for look, so apparently the Krellian has been so not Krellian himself, but apparently they've been looking for Zebowim for four thousand years. Yeah, it's been lost for four thousand years, and um, they. Uh, uh, Emperor Kane shows up to confirm. And I like it. He just, hey, guys. What yeah, are we he, he just he just like video conferences in, just like joins the call. And he's like, sup, bros? It, uh, it, it's, it's nanotech. Yeah. Nanomachine, son. That's, that's <laughs> Senator Arms played, played college ball, you know? Um, and uh, and yeah, by he, the way, the guys did a really fun stream uh, a couple of weekends back mm-hmm. of that game. So if you, if you have a chance to check that out, absolutely uh, go and peep that. Um <laughs> But yeah, uh, uh, next time they go, it, it, it seems like we're going to be doing streams very randomly. Yeah. So uh, at least at first. Oh God, I can't believe I said that. We're going to be doing streams randomly. There are not very degrees randomly. of random. <laughs> it's either random or it's not. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Uh, so he shows up. He confirms that. Uh, yeah. They. They. Uh, Krillians found nanotechnology there because of that, and that the capital. Uh, uh, is that it's, this is the capital of that entire civilization's culture. It's at the bottom of the ocean. It's at the very bottom of the ocean. The bottom of the deepest. The deepest ocean. Ocean. Yeah. Uh, hmm. So, hmm. 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 Um, uh, we also we also learned that the ethos, uh, which is starting to play a bigger and bigger role. Yeah, we're starting to hear more about the ethos. Um, they kept this thing secret for 19, 19 years. Now, secret from who? Yeah. That's the big question. Yeah, because like, we're not told specifically. We were just told they kept it a secret. Mm-hmm. And then one of the TV dudes, um, 
says 19 hmm. years. That coincides with the time the Earth shifted. Now, again, at, at this point, as a child, you're just absolutely lost again. Yeah. But as an adult, you're like, everything's firing all cylinders. Oh, yeah. Like, this is so good. Yeah. Um, and what's sucking, what I'm loving and, and hating at the same time is like, there's every other one of these references they make, I'm like, I know what they're talking about. And then they drop one on me. I'm like, I, right, I don't, why right. do I not remember this? What is he meaning? And like, I've played this game like 20 times. And it's very, it's, I think the impact that this had on me lasting was that this is the way you write mysteriously this is yes. the way you do this yeah um yeah because you, you don't have to hold the hand and you don't have to try and, and be you obtuse you don't have to look if you guys i know i dog on this shit all the time <laughs> but if you guys like it that's fine it's not wrong but you don't have to do it oh no he didn't to get yes. me to tune in next week you can lay crumbs yes. that gets the gears turning to my head that makes me want to understand mm -hmm. this complex plot you're writing even further. You don't have to have someone stab someone for seemingly no reason yeah. and then scramble to make up a reason mm -hmm. next week. Because you, you gotta cover your butt. You have yeah. to fucking do that. It's yeah. fine. You can write intelligently. It's okay. Yeah, there's nothing. It's and okay. It, and it's better that way. I mean, it really is. That's why some of the most intelligent writing that humanity has created thus far is considered the classics. So anyway, Kane does bother to explain all this only yeah. for the ministry to be like man listen to me and listen to me good fuck nanotechnology we do not care <laughs> and it's so funny because at that point Kane is just like mm, alright well uh, are you guys going to eliminate it quotations it is in quotations so that m maybe that's nanotech maybe that's something else uh, your notes you seem to believe it might be Ignis well uh, what they so I, I, I kind of did a shorthand right there what they what one of the TV dudes says is something along the lines of ah yes it is most likely in in ignis oh, of course um whatever that means mm -hmm. um and then uh what another one of them is because almost every one of these bullet points i put on my notes is a different tv dude talking, right but a different tv dude like red tv dude is like um we didn't think it'd be it quotation would be eliminated that easily um and then they just stop talking about it because just uh, like, someone just someone just randomly like we're not gonna fail another purge. Yeah, not yeah, gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, like blue, the angry one is like that. That first that uh, first purge that failed that ain't happening again. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Because uh, we're gonna have again. all the animus all together. <laughs> um, and they um, and then they're like, you know what? Why the fuck do you care about this in Igway? Yeah, why do you care is about this quote insignificant to you? Yeah. yeah, why do you care about quote uh him? Because uh, he's in, he is insignificant to us, which is weird. Because I feel like whoever he is, that's some big talk from these TV guys. There, obviously, he is referring to more than one person at this point. Yeah, yeah. They haven't been the same the, the, through the course of this conversation. It hasn't been the same he mm -hmm. they're talking about. Um, but they say that to him, and then a different one is like, uh, um, it could only be poison to us, not a remedy. Which they don't give again. They don't give any right, explanation what they're right. talking about. And then they, um, they're, but they're talking to Kane about this, and they're like, mm -hmm. "Like, why do you care about this? It couldn't be a, it couldn't be a remedy to us. That's poison to us." Mm -hmm. um, and then I don't know how to say this right because I don't know how to say anything right. Uh, Annabelle, Annalb, maybe, maybe. Um, they're like, "You don't still believe in that, do you?" And then everyone's like, 
it's an illusion, not an idea. They're like, like I have a feeling like Kane at this point is just like, oh my god, like can what's one, funny can, is like, can can one guy be the <laughs> spokesman? Like, it was funny is like Kane's just sitting there. We just it, like there's no emotion to it, obviously, <laughs> because there's no like voice acting. the The pictures aren't animated. Yeah. We just get the the static picture of his portrait yeah. art and dot dot dot. But, but there's like so much accurate, emotion like. in that because he's just sitting there going, they oh. realize I'm the fucking emperor. Right? Well, no, I just I just get the image of like he's like <laughs> thinking like you know did those eggs go bad? I should probably like. I feel like I'm gonna electrocute know. these guys at some point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, um, but they're like uh, then one of them's like the result is at is what I am now. It is as you see it, and then another one is like. Or are you talking about the emotion you've forgotten? Because they're just like dogging and then finally on one of them. Finally, one of them's like, Kane, we're gods. Yeah, we're gods. And he's like, you guys are fucking insane is what you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just so weird because like these dudes need a new Ram stick or something because they're, they're not sharing enough between the personalities. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Um, but uh, finally, we get away from all that confusing crap that's laying down the foundation <laughs> of the story we're going to run into. Um, and we see part of the Goliath floating in the ocean and Ellie's on board mm. and she wakes up and she's like, holy shit, what happened? She looks around. You get the controller for three seconds because she's panicking, wondering where Faye she's was. Where Faye is. Because Faye grabbed her to like help to yeah. protect her. And then um, you find there's a hatch and Faye jumps out of it. And Faye, again, is being weird. But he's being weird in a different he's way in a now. good mood. Too good of a mood. And he's almost ignoring her. Because mm-hmm. he comes out and he's like, man, that's not good. There's only two days worth. And she's like, two days of what? And he's like, huh? Oh, food. I guess I'll go catch some fish. I could probably catch some fish. And he like starts to walk off. And she's like, what about the others? Like, aren't you worried? And he's like, they're fine. And she's like, but Faye. And he's like, they're fine. I know they're fine. They're going to be okay. I'm going to catch some fish. Like He's like 1,000. Oh, my God. Faye became a redneck. <laughs> I ain't talking about problems, woman. It's fishing time. I'm going to go kick me some bass. <laughs> Tell you what. Pretty much, he's like, I don't have the emotional capacity to handle this, so I'm going to go catch a fish. <laughs> yeah, I got the power stroke already started up through the... Uh, for those of you that don't know, by the way, because um, uh, I didn't know this, full-size trucks, when they have a diesel engine in them, the diesel engine is there's a name for the engine. It depends on what company engine. it's with. Yeah. And if it if it's Dodge, it's Cummins. If it's a uh, Ford, which is power, hilarious. Yeah. If it's Ford, it's Power Stroke, yeah. which is hilarious. Which is also hilarious. And uh, if it's Toyota Chevy, has Cummins now too. Fun fact. Oh, they make a they make a diesel Tundra. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And it's a um, it's a Cummins engine. Um, uh, and spelled the way you think, guys. Just so exactly you know. <laughs> and um, Chevy's Duramax because they didn't want to be funny. Yeah. But well, um, they're GM. They're never funny. Uh, uh, so. Um, <laughs> But when people talk about these trucks, they call them the engine. Yeah, yeah. Like they'll yeah. be like, you, I have, I drive a Cummins. Yeah, I drive a. Uh, um, it's very common around here. And they'll also specify which liter of it they drive too. Uh, yeah, because that's. Um, well, that's well, that's actually your your redneck amongst rednecks. He won't say I drive a Power Stroke anymore. He's like, I drive six six. And, just, oh, and he'll yeah. just assume that you yeah. know whatever motor that Which I, is. I, I, that's like six point six liter. Yeah, is that what that? Is? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I drive six point six, and you're like, oh. Okay. If you're like me and you prefer to play video games and watch anime, you're like, "Cool, dude. I just work at AutoZone right now. Leave me alone." <laughs> uh, could you explain what? Don't vehicle tell is? those people you work at AutoZone, though. Oh my god. Well, oh the sad god. thing is, I used to work at AutoZone. I had to deal with these jackasses coming in, and be like, "I need an Altair for a 350." Oh, all right, sir. What year is it? It don't matter. They're all the same. <laughs> sure. I have 400 Altairs behind me. Pick one, then. You piece of shit. I. Don't work in retail, folks. 
That's uh, the message today. Especially not here. <laughs> anyway, um, point is, uh, nothing bad's going to happen because uh, Faye was, uh, f- he's forced to work, but he, he lives to fish. Yes. <laughs> um, and um, and so anyway. Yeah, he's in a weird denial, but it cuts away. Sight and Hammer and Rico somehow wound up on the Yggdrasil. Yep, they got Which saved. is probably a pretty good story. Probably. We'll never know. No. But uh, uh, we're just told that they got picked up. Well, here's the thing. Everything we know about this is what Saiten tells Rico, mm-hmm. right? Um, Saiten tells them, we got rescued by these guys after we were shot down by a mysterious third party. Doesn't tell them who shot them down at all. He knows, but you know, he, he knows that damn name. well. Yeah, he's like, but he doesn't tell them anything. He's just like, because you know worry. what? Boys will be boys. Yeah, it's fine. You know, so it's fine. They, uh, um, he only interfered with all my plans of getting Faye back to Abe into the main situation where I can emotionally traumatize him further and possibly unlock the secrets <laughs> of my research. But it's fine. It's fine, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, he he tells him, hey, we got saved. It's cool. I know these guys. It's cool. Uh, let's go talk to them. And um, you, that's, you get free run of the ship. Um, weird moment. So, like, when we were in the Yggdrasil beforehand with Faye, you can just barge in and out of Margie's room all you want. Mm-hmm. When you Now you're playing a Sighton, leading Rico around. And if you try and go to Margie's room, Sighton's like, oh, this is a chick's room. We can't go in there. Sighton, what? What are you doing? What's, what's happening right here, buddy? He's like, hmm, wait a minute. Maybe, perhaps, perhaps... If I fake, <laughs> if I fake a moral obli- a moral objection to something, people will think I am moral. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> so then he's like, strokes devilish mustache. They, uh, <laughs> so yeah, but um, yeah, you uh, you get free run of the ship, and then uh, what you, you have the to do at the barracks. Yeah, um, and then what you have to do is go talk to Bart. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not going to happen because I quit playing at this point. <laughs> so you gotta wait until next week to find out what Bart says. So guys, uh, everything's ramping up here. Um, we're we're really uh, we're really gonna get into the meat of how this affected us as adults because um, this was one work of uh, lit- I mean literal literature. Mm-hmm. I really feel like the literal literature, <laughs> uh, as opposed I, to I, fake literature. I really feel like this is is li- I consider this literature, and it, it affected me the way you expect literature to. Yeah, and we're going to get to that most of that so we're going to be having much more deep conversations about that yes yeah um, but it's necessary to get you guys this far to the uh narrative yeah, yeah. To where you understand that you got to understand what um, happened to understand what it did and there are certain things we could speak on beat for beat like yeah. we have been so yeah guys if you're enjoying this uh thank you so much uh leave us a review mm-hmm. uh let us know what you think uh but don't be hurtful yeah don't be hurtful Please. we have feelings Please. um uh <laughs> like subscribe if you want people to know about this share it please yeah. Um, the uh, click that bell. Um, <laughs> oh God! Uh, I, 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 it, like Adam gets so frustrated with me for being so aggressive towards YouTube. I just I can't stand <laughs> it. Like if you're watching us on YouTube, God bless you. I love that you're enjoying us this way. That's why we put it here. Yeah, we want people to be able to access it. It's just the you guys know what I mean. The YouTubey thing. The like, call just, to action. I don't. Yeah, um, as they call them. So they they call them that. Yes. Uh, whenever oh. whenever a YouTuber uh, does the uh, hit hit like subscribe comment mm. below and they they do the whole like spiel mm-hmm. um, that the technical term for that is a call to action. Like so, if you ever like research like ways to grow like to do YouTube stuff or to do anything in social media, call to actions are really helpful because it it gets your audience involved. Is the idea behind that. But it makes it sound really silly when you're just asking your friends to be like, hey, dude, like me, leave me a comment. Yeah. So, guys, uh, anyway, 
we appreciate the hell out of you listening. Uh, thank you so much. And until next <laughs> time, uh, uh, stay safe out there. Yeah, and we'll see you then. Yeah, and we'll see you then. Yeah, and we'll see you then. <laughs>